اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اشهد ان محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على صلاة حي على صلاة Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu Wa nasta'iluhu Wa nasta'gfiruhu Wa nu'minu bihi Wa natawakkalu alayhi Wa na'udhu billahi Min shururi anfusina Wa min sayyati a'malina من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا نعمة الله عليكم إذ جاءتكم جنود فأرسلنا عليهم فأرسلنا عليهم ريحا وجنودا لم تروها وكان الله بما تعملون بصيرا صدق الله العظيم Beloved brothers, respected elders, in the light of the onslaught against Islam and the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I've decided to rehearse some ayat of the Qur'an Sharif pertaining to Suratul Ahzab or pertaining to the Battle of Ahzab. 
This battle took place around the fifth year after the hijrah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The people behind it, the people behind getting the coalition or the confederates or the various armies, inciting them and getting them together and causing them to march towards Medina Munawwara. Who do you think it was? So, obviously, it's something not that not, nothing difficult to to understand. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has says in the Quran Sharif, "Latajidanna ashadan nasi adawatan lilladina amanu yahuda walladina ashraku." You will definitely find the people most severe in enmity for the believers are the Yahud, the Jews, walladina ashraku. People most severe in enmity. We don't say all of them are enemies. They are ayat of the Quran Sharif, which show that there are others who do, who whose hearts are open for the truth. There are those who have trustworthiness as well. There are ayat of the Quran Sharif to prove that as well. And there are those whose hearts hearts open up to hidayat. But generally, this is the trend that. They were the ones behind getting all these armies together to launch an attack on Madinah Munawwara. So there was a person by the name of Huyay ibn Akhtab from the Banu Qayruqa tribe. And he had gone to uh, Makkah Mukarramah with a delegation of high-profile Yahud, high-profile Jews. They went and they said, don't you want to take revenge? They told the Bushrikir of Makkah Mukarrama, don't you want to take revenge for Badr? Don't you want to take revenge for what happened in uh, the Battle of Uhud where many of your people were killed and taken prisoner? So they began inciting them. So the Quraysh of Makkah, upon this, they were thirsting for revenge and they accepted these promptings of these Yahud. So that's one group. They got the Quraysh together. Then they went to the another major tribe called the Ghatafan tribe. They went to them and they began bribing them. They said that one year of our crops in Madina Munawwara from Khaybar, one year of those crops we will we will hand it over to you if you support us in this coalition. And you come and help us and support us. And once and for all, we will annihilate Islam and the Muslims. So the Banu Ghatfan, based on their material greed, they also got ready for this. And a large army was then prepared, almost 10,000. This first time the Muslims were facing such a large army. If you look at the Battle of Badr, they faced an army of a thousand. In the Battle of Uhud, they faced an army of around 3,000. But now, this is the first time they're facing such a large army of 10,000, some say 12,000, some say 15,000, according to different historical reports. So a large army began marching towards Medina Munawwara. And together with that, within Medina Munawwara, on the inside, there was another Jewish tribe called the Banu Qureza tribe. So these Jews who were outside Madina Bunawara, they managed to incite them as well. And they managed to gain support from them that you will 
support us from the inside, from inside, from within Madinah Munawwara. So the Banu Quraiza, although they had a pact and a, play, a treaty with Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that they will never fight against him, they will support him against any external enemy, but they also threw in the lot with this large army. So from within there was the danger. From from outside there was danger. Alhamdulillah, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and Sahaba radiyallahu One was Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was obviously inspired by the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and at the same time there was uh, awareness they were alert they had the intelligence and the news filtered to, through to Medina Munawwara this large army is coming to attack uh, Medina Munawwara attack Islam and the Muslims so that's why this battle and the surah is known as Surah Al-Ahzab various parties a coalition of forces all got together. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala paints a picture of this in the Quran Sharif. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذْ جَاءُكُمْ مِنْ فَوْكِكُمْ وَمِنْ أَسْفَلَ مِنْكُمْ When they came to you from above you and from below you, from every direction they were coming. إِذْ جَاءُكُمْ مِنْ فَوْكِكُمْ وَمِنْ أَسْفَلَ مِنْكُمْ From within Madinah Bunawara, from outside Madinah Bunawara, from the Quraysh of Bakr Bukarrama, from the Banu Ghatfan tribes and the various other tribes, they put them all together, where they came from all directions against you. And the eyes had deviated from their normal functioning and they were staring in terror. And the hearts reached up to the throats. So much of fear there was. In Madina Munawwara, there was so much of fear. Balagatil Kulubul Hadajil. There was such danger. Balagatil Kulubul Hadajil. Watazunnuna billahi dhuluna. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and you began having thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Watazunnuna billahi dhuluna. You began having thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala paints the picture of this وَتَذُلُّونَ بِاللَّهِ الظُّلُّ You began having thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So the, there were various groups amongst the people in Madinah Bunawara and there were various levels of people with regards to their iman with regards to their loyalty to Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with regards to their connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and with regards to some who may be treacherous, munafiqeen, and those who have sickness in their heart, may Allah protect us, and may Allah ta'ala cleanse our hearts. So you began having thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, one were the thoughts of the believers, those who had iman, those who had a high level of iman, they were close to Allah. That's why the need to constantly work on iman, Keep working on Iman, strengthen our Iman, strengthen our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have good thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So those believers had beautiful thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. الأحزاب, when the believers saw those coalition forces, they said, This is what Allah and His Rasul promised us. And Allah and His Rasul have spoken the truth. 
وَتَسْلِيمًا And this did not increase them except in their faith and their submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the kind of situation that believers go through and have been going through throughout history. There are many examples of this. There were times at that time when the coalition forces all got together 20 years ago, American forces and the NATO forces and so many countries all got together and the plan was to annihilate Afghanistan and destroy the Taliban. So all these forces got together. وَبَلَغَتِ الْقُلُوبُ الْحَنَاجِرِ Hearts reached up to the throats. But the believers remained steadfast. They said, Allah and His Rasul have spoken the truth. وَمَا زَادَهُمْ إِلَّا إِمَانًا وَتَسْلِيمًا It did not increase them except in faith and submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Twenty years later, Alhamdulillah, Allah ta'ala has defeated the enemies of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Twenty years before that, there were different thoughts that were going through the hearts of the believers, the hearts of the munafiqeen, that how is Allah Ta'ala going to gain, uh, when is the help of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala going to come? But the help of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala came, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala showed us the help of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala when these enemies had to leave, and they had to depart. So the same situation were faced by the believers. Similarly, our brothers, sisters, mothers in Gaza, when they face, when they came to you from above you and from below you, the eyes were staring in terror, and the hearts reached up to the throats, and you began having thoughts with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so the believers' thoughts were that the help of Allah is near. The believers' thoughts were that Hasbun Allah Allah is enough for us and He is the one we hand over our, our affairs to. And the Munafiqeen, what were the thoughts of the Munafiqeen when they were faced with this kind of enemy? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ يَقُولُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ وَالَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ مَا وَعَدَنَا اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا when the munafiqeen, the hypocrites said, and those in whose hearts there was sickness, weakness of iman, uh, weakness and weak connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did they say? مَا وَعَدَنَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا Allah and His Rasul have only promised us deception. مَا وَعَدَنَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا They said, we have been deceived. But Allah and His Rasul Billah. So this was not the quality of the believers. The believers had firm yaqeen and faith in Allah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made mashwara with the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. That what should we do against this Sahaba radiallahu anhum ready to be helpers of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They did not just leave it to dua. But they made some plan. They made some strategy. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made mashwara. And Sahaba began thinking and strategizing that how can we defend Madinah Munawwara? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed that Salman Farsi radiallahu to give the idea of digging the trench. Because one direction of Madinah Munawwara 
was open to the enemy. Others were fortified by means of the mountainous region and various palm trees, etc. But then one area was a weak spot. So Nabi Sallallahu he loved this idea of Salman Farsi radiallahu that Salman said radiallahu that we in Persia when we are faced with a situation like this then we begin digging trenches and in that way we defend ourselves against such kind of enemies so Nabi sallallahu alayhi worked out the length and the breadth of the, and the area of that trench and Nabi distributed the work. He broke the Sahaba into groups of ten. And each ten was allowed, allocated a certain amount. And they began digging the, the trench. And in the midst of whilst they were digging and they were working, it was a difficult situation. They were going through hunger. It was extremely bitterly cold. They were facing a formidable enemy on the outside. News had come, the Nisar had verified information now that from within there is also some danger. So, in all this difficulty, they were going ahead with the work. Rasulullah himself was laden with dust, digging the trench. And it so happened that the group that Salman Farsi was on, that group came across a big boulder that proved an obstacle. And they could not break it down, teaching us that we apply our minds, we strategize, we use whatever we can do, we use whatever means possible. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, Prepare for them whatever you are able of strength, whatever you can do, do. Whatever you can do, do. So they did whatever they could do, but they came across this obstacle, they couldn't break through it. So they went to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came there with his pickaxe and he struck at that boulder and he broke up. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as he struck it, he said, وَتَمَّتْ كَلِمَةُ رَبِّكَ صِدْقًا وَعَدْلًا That the words of your Lord are complete in truthfulness and in justice. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam struck the boulder and he broke up and then he said, Allahu Akbar. And he said that I have seen the the, the, uh, the the palaces of Sham. Then he struck it again and it broke down again. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, I've seen the palaces of Persia, that the palaces of Persia are going to be taken over by my Ummah. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi struck it a third time and he says, I've seen the palaces of Yemen, that the, the uh, palaces of Yemen will be taken over by my Ummah. At that time, the thoughts were racing through the minds of the people. The Munafiqeen, the Billah, they said words like this. Look at them. They can hardly go and relieve themselves. But they are talking about conquering Persia, conquering Rome, conquering Yemen. But the believers, they said, Sadaqallahu wa rasulu. Allah and His Rasul have spoken the truth. They had yateen on the words of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we all know the history that exactly what Rasulullah sallallahu prophesied at that weak time, at the time when they were going through so much of difficulty, so much of hardship, where could anyone imagine that this is what's going to happen in the future? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed them with conquest over the Persian Empire, over the Roman Empire, over, over Yemen. So at these times it is imperative that we turn to Allah. It is mentioned that during the course of that uh, time that they were, they were under siege by the, by the kuffar. 
Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam spent a few days in dua, constantly turning to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, making dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Among the duas that, that is mentioned that he made was Allahumma munzil al-kitab wa sari'a al-hisab ihzim al-ahzab. Oh Allah, the one who has sent down the book, the one who is very swift in reckoning, destroy the enemies. Ihzim al-ahzab, destroy the enemies. This is one of the duas that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made. And eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through His grace and through His mercy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this in the Quran Sharif as well Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu zkuru ni'matallahi alaykum O believers, remember the favor of Allah upon you Ith ja'atkum junoodun When enemies came against you Fa'arsalna alayhim rihan Then Allah ta'ala sent wind against them This was the army of Allah that Allah ta'ala sent against them Allah Ta'ala said, wind against them. It toppled their tents. It toppled their pots that they were cooking their food in. For one month they were laying siege. They could not penetrate. There were a few skirmishes that took place. There was an exchange of arrows. The Muslims were on ribat. They were guarding the, the, the border. Some of the mu'minin became injured as well. But eventually Allah Ta'ala sent His army. Allah Ta'ala said, wind against them. And Allah Ta'ala sent an army which you did not see. This was the army of Malaika, army of angels. So it is mentioned that in the battle of Trench, these angels didn't come to fight. But they came to instill fear and demoralize the hearts of the believers. Allah Ta'ala said, I will put all in the hearts of the disbelievers. But... In the cause of these ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, during the, uh, in the midst of all these ayat, Allah ta'ala said, O oh believers, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةُ الْحَسَنَةِ For you in the messenger of Allah is a beautiful example. One of the examples of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In every aspect of life, we follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And here as well, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and sahaba, they did whatever they needed to do. Whatever was within their ability, whatever we can do, prepare ourselves physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, prepare ourselves. Whether it's by means of some economic boycott, if that is going to harm the enemies of Allah and His Rasul do whatever you can do. Whatever is within your means. And lead a life of Iman, lead a life of Taqwa, Lead a life of salah, of obedience to Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do whatever you need to do. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam just sit back and make dua. In Badr, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and sahaba went forward. In Uhud, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wore two armors. Battle of trench, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam dug the trench. Our brothers have dug tunnels in Gaza. They've done whatever they could do. We must do whatever we can do. To, uh, to assist Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And together with that, a strong connection with Allah. And Allah ta'ala says, وَكَفَ اللَّهُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الْقِتَالِ Allah sufficed the believers from even fighting. They didn't have to fight. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ قَوِيًّا عَزِيزًا Allah is most powerful. Allah ta'ala is irresistible. No one can oppose Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq for amal and give us understanding. وَأَخِرُ دَعْوَانَا لِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ